Hey girlfriend, I am Gwen. As someone with over 20 years experience in corporate startups and MLL businesses selling, I am passionate about redefining selling norms. I want to teach you how to grow your business by leaning into your grit and tenacity. I believe you wouldn't be here today if grit wasn't a big part of your journey. Selling is a part of everyday life, but if you are a business owner, it's the fuel to your engine. In this podcast, we break down how to sell confidently through your authenticity, as well as navigating your limiting belief barriers around selling. Girlfriends, selling shouldn't be hard. Over the years, I have mentored and coached others on how to experience selling in a way that lights your soul on fire. The kind where you know you're making a difference in someone's life. The kind that flows with little to no effort and resistance. The kind where years later, people remember you because they remember how you made them feel. I'm so excited that you're here. Let's dive into the episode. Well, happy New Year's, girlfriends. Oh my gosh. In the spirit of transparency and grit, this week, uh, the week between Christmas and New Year's, never seems to go as I play it out in my head. I don't know if anybody else can relate, but I think, oh, we're going to have so much fun now that Christmas is done. We can go to our vacation home in the mountains, and that's when I'll recover. Wrong. <laughs> Hear my heart. I, I feel super fortunate and blessed to even say that we have a place where we can ski anytime we want. Um, so much so that I love sharing it with others, and I find myself in a constant state of entertainment. Um, this is when I am reminded that I'm actually an introvert, believe it or not, at heart. I love people, and being around them in the moment gives me energy, but there comes a time and a breaking point where if I don't find alone time quick to recharge, my world starts spiraling. I start self-sabotaging myself by letting time um, and, and boundaries around my time go to the wayside, um, things that are set aside for like working on my business, which in turn, honestly, like feeds my personal growth. And that's what I crave and, and thrive in. Anybody else feel me on this? Or am I just this crazy person that needs my alone time and everybody thinks I'm an extrovert, but really I'm an introvert at heart. Uh, I just know how to refuel and recharge. So as I came home New Year's Day to a house filled of leftover Christmas, again, if you were late, let me know, I sat in my office just feeling really stuck, and procrastination just started taking over. Uh, I, I know what I need to do. You know, I know that you all need, know what you need to do, but I didn't want to do it because it felt like restarting all over again. I'm sharing this because keeping it real and authentic is one of my core values. I'm not perfect. I don't always know the next step, but I've prepared for moments like this along the way, and I thought I would share some of my tricks that pull me out of the funk and get me back on track. Isn't it interesting that when you are in motion, the doubts and the imposter syndrome seem to fade away? It's when you stop and then have to restart that your brain tries to protect you with all the reasons why you shouldn't. Believe it or not, uh, quotes and sayings are what get me through. I have them placed all around my office. Some of them are on sticky notes, others are on index cards taped to my computer as a reminder of who I am and what I'm capable of. Each of these quotes speak to me, and when I let my guard down, they actually move me emotionally, and if you've been around a little bit now, you know that emotions is at the core of everything that we do 
and what truly motivates us. <clears throat> so in the spirit of the new year, I wanted this to be a hot tip takeaway, something easy for you to digest and hopefully leaves you feeling inspired. First quote that I have in my office is, anchor yourself. Nothing will ever be harder than what you have already been through. This is my superpower. I want to give you some context to this. Um, I was attending a group think tank when someone started sharing very vulnerably um, that he almost lost his life. He spent a really long time in the hospital being told all the things that, you know, he wouldn't be able to do again. And he just refused to believe any of it. Fast forward many years later, um, he is relatively at 100%. He still has some health issues that he deals with, but it gave him a different perspective on life and taking risks. He is now a business owner of two or three multi-million dollar businesses. Um, and when someone asked him how he was able to do that, he just said that I've already been through the hardest thing that I'll ever go through and I've come out on the other side. So I know that I'm capable of doing what's in front of me next because I've already been through the hardest part that I can go through. And so for me, when I think about personally, and, and each of you will have your own personal, um, you, you, what you consider your hardest part of your life, and there's no judgment and there's no uh, measuring stick, if you will. We all have life um, and it all impacts us very differently. But for me, I think about my trauma as a child, um, having to make really huge life decisions at a very early age. I think about how I disappointed people, um, very impactful people in my life um, by removing them from my life at a very early age. And, you know, I think about, well, hell, if I could do that and come out on the other end and be proud of who I am, as a matter of fact, then I can do anything because nothing will be harder than that. And I truly believe that. And so this is my superpower. So I'm going to challenge you. What is your superpower? What have you been through in life as a child recent that you have come out on the other end of, that you have survived? What are you going through right now that is maybe the hardest thing that you are surviving? And so nothing else is going to be any harder than that. So you've already gone through the hardest part, which um, is your superpower. So Hopefully that one helps. Quote number two, success doesn't happen by accident. Okay, this one is really cliche, but it really does snap me out of the, but I don't want to, but I don't want to go and record this podcast, but I don't want to go and write the content, uh, but I don't want to go and follow up with this person, right? Uh, it really kind of just snaps me out of it and helps me uh, force, it forces me to realize that I, one of my core values is responsibility and ownership. And so um, I have to take responsibility for my life, which means that I have to do the things that I don't want to have to, that I don't really want to do. Um, and I'm willing to do the things that others aren't willing to do so that I can have the things that others aren't going to have, right? So that's a huge one for me. The next quote is, I release all things that don't serve me and I call back my power from people, places, and things. So this one really came to me when I was struggling with personal relationships. And um, people would trigger me very easily. Certain people would trigger me very easily. And I would go down into these rabbit holes. And I was on the phone. This is, again, why your um, 
your uh, your CEO board, right? Your top five people that you uh, relate to and, and that you go to for advice and whatnot are so important. But I remember I was spiraling because this person triggered me. And my best friend said, why, why do you give them the power? And she says, you should release that. Um, and so she shared with me this mantra that she does. And it's, I release all things that don't serve me. And I call my power back from people, places, and things. Um, and so, again, I get so frustrated when I hear, focus on the things that you can control, not the things that you can't, right? And the only thing that I've learned that we can control is how we respond to things. Um, we can't control other people's responses. We can't control other people's emotions. The only thing that we can control is how we respond to things and how we deal with our emotions. And so, um, yeah, I, I close my eyes and um, I take a deep breath. And I instantly feel better after I say, I release all things that don't serve me. And I call my power back from people, places, and things. Sometimes when um, I don't know exactly what that thing is, um, in this case, a lot of times it was a person, um, but also it could be, a, you know, a place or a thing. I'll, I'll write down, you know, what isn't serving me in this moment? Maybe I don't have it identified. So I'll write it down. What isn't serving me in this moment? And I'm going to release that because it doesn't, it doesn't serve me. Right. So that's another great one that always helps me in my office. All right. So stop the stuck. This is my favorite. All right. So we're going to spend a little bit of time here. In fact, um, I have it framed. It's, I have it framed. Uh, I printed it out on printer paper. It's nothing fancy or pretty. I have it framed and I placed it in a spot in my office where I walk by it every single day. Um, it is not centered on the wall. It is uh, not, you know, according to my decorum in my office. I mean, it is just like a random uh, frame that I wasn't using. And um, there it is. So feeling stuck is a really awful feeling and one that can linger and spread like a disease if you're not careful. So I, I really love stop the stuck. And we're going to talk about this, um, especially for those of you who have been feeling the holiday sales slump or perhaps afraid to take bigger steps in your business because you take the notes personally um, and, and you let that define you, right? So today um, we are going to stop the stuck. So here we go. Are you ready? Here are the quotes. Brace yourselves because if you let it, it's going to move you. I promise. Rejection and failure means you're one of the brave ones. I like being brave. I'm a victor, not a victim, ladies, right? And if you're listening to this podcast, that is quite likely you as well, right? And so, yeah, I I like being brave. I don't like being scared. Uh, and so if I'm getting rejected and failed, it means that, uh, yeah, I'm just, I'm one of the brave ones out there, like doing life, trying to make something, live in my purpose and my dreams. I'm all about that, right? Like I'd be rather trying um, than, than not trying. So I'll be brave. This next one, I really want you to uh, close your eyes. Now, if you're driving, please don't close your eyes. But if you're in a space, I really want you to close your eyes with me, okay? So close your eyes. Okay. And imagine God or whoever you believe in or whatever you believe in, right, spiritually, saying something to you of, girlfriend, you weren't rejected. I just hid your value from them because they aren't assigned to your destiny. 
Okay. This one got me good. Gets me good, I should say. When something doesn't go my way, or I'm not jiving with somebody, or I can't seem to get somebody to see what I see in them from a value or a potential perspective, or for them to see what I hope that they want them to see in myself, you know, to, to work with them, um, or, you know, you just don't get along with somebody, whatever the reason is, it's like, yeah, I, they're not part of your destiny. Move on. There's a plan. I hid your value from them because I don't want them to see your worth and your value because that's not part of the plan. They're not part of your destiny. Oh, that moves me so much. This next one is showing up authentically guarantees rejection and failure. It's because I'm the first. There is no one else in the world like me. We talk so much about showing up authentically. And by doing so, that's a brave action. It guarantees rejection and failure. The thing we think is so wrong with us is actually the thing that's so right, girlfriends. Stop conforming to who others think you should be. Are you seeing that being your authentic self may not be as easy as you think because it takes courage and grit to know that by being your authentic self, there is going to be rejection and discomfort along the way because really what it boils down to is others are uncomfortable that you're so comfortable with who you are. Which leads me to my last quote. This is in my office as well. And I use it when I feel like I'm being challenged or I feel like um, maybe somebody doesn't see my value or my worth. It says, Gwen, remember who the mm you are. Insert F word. <laughs> when in doubt and at the lowest of lows with no energy or inspiration to create movement, I remind myself of who the hell I am. I'm someone who has proven to others and myself that I will figure things out, that I am resourceful and smart, that I am equipped, and that my work matters to others, and so I have to show up. My challenge to you is, do you know who the hell you are? Girlfriends, if you don't know where to start, and you're feeling this holiday slump, because we've had this long break, and Nobody was doing anything, so you talked yourself into, well, I'm just going to wait until after the new year, right? Um, there's no point in doing anything right now. And you need to jumpstart. Submit your information to my free sales audit, and that's linked in, this, in the show notes below. If you are feeling this holiday sales slump and, and the no's are coming flooding back into you and they're creating all of the confusion and self-doubt. Submit your information for this free sales audit. Clarity comes from data. Sometimes that data needs a fresh set of eyes for just one new aha perspective that will give you the energy to reignite what you've worked so hard for. Seriously, what do you have to lose? Nothing. Information is king and a great place to focus when you aren't sure where to focus next. Girlfriends, I hope I've given you some inspiration and a little bit more insight into how my mind and my brain operates and to let you know that we're all human. 
I really hope to hear from you and I really hope to see those uh, questionnaires come in because I want to give you some insights. I want to help you figure out a great place to restart in January. Until next time, girlfriends, stay gritty. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode of the GT Podcast, where we talk about all things grit and tenacity. I truly hope you found it inspiring and a safe space to lean into your authentic boss babeness. Be sure to head to my website, gritandtenacityconsulting.com and check the show notes for my contact, free resources, and how I can serve you more. I'd love to hear from you. So if you enjoyed this episode, let me know. Send an email, leave a review, share with friends, colleagues, or fellow entrepreneurs. And remember, your grit is the best part of you.